So hello everybody. I'm really happy to be here at last. I'm Trudy and we're going to do some loving-kindness meditation together this afternoon. I know that many of you are, you know, have been practicing this for years and years and I also know that some of you might be new to the practice. And this practice was designed, it was intended to be an antidote to fear and anger. And in the old days, in the ancient times, in the community of people who were practicing around the Buddha, they would go out into the forest and practice, and they'd go out at night, and there would be wild animals, and they would hear snarls and snorts and scary sounds, and they would come back terrified. And so they were taught this practice as a way to tame their own energies of fear or aggression so that they could then radiate peacefulness and calming energies which would keep them safe. And we don't, we're not really practicing with, you know, a lot of wild things and we might hear maybe an owl at night, but we aren't going to hear lions and tigers roaring and snarling but we have our own inner wild things that we need to tame as part of this practice. So it's really a simple practice, like all of the practices. They're very simple, but they're not so easy to do because we need to be able to um, focus. And in this practice, there are certain phrases that carry the energy of the metta, or loving-kindness. And, and so we repeat these phrases and listen to what we're saying. So much of meditation is just listening. We listen to the tone of our voice and to our intention. And years ago, as a psychotherapist practicing, I, the idea that you could say some phrases and actually cultivate a feeling and that it would be genuine, it just seemed really um, like kind of a fishy idea. And, and yet we do know that where we incline our minds and hearts over and over again, that's where they go. We develop habits of minds. And it turns out, and this has been recognized also in... Um, the psychotherapy field for the last 15 years or so, um, it turns out that we really can strengthen these beautiful qualities of the heart that we call Brahma-viharas or the divine places that the heart can dwell, like love and compassion and joy and equanimity, that they really can be developed and strengthened through our intention to do so. You know, it's like they say in the 12-step, it works if you work it. It really does work. Um, so I'm, before we begin, I just want to also say that just because we're doing a loving-kindness practice doesn't mean that you will suddenly be enveloped by feelings of glowing warmth and love. Um, that may happen. It does sometimes happen. It eventually will happen. But... Um, When we decide to grow our capacity for love, what happens? We meet all our problems with loving, usually. 
And, and so this practice is traditionally you start with yourself with the idea that this, that's the easiest person to love. And then you extend to uh, other people that are easy to love, like somebody who's helped you, a mentor, a benefactor, then a dear friend, someone you love already. Um, you focus on places where naturally you'll feel an upwelling of affection and warmth. Um, because this is about a friendly kind of love, not uh, obviously you know romantic love. Um, and then the practice gets really interesting because you start to work with so-called neutral people, people, maybe you brush sleeves with them at the grocery store or something, but you don't know them, you don't really care about them one way or another, and you realize how many of those there are, uh, like most of the world. And then we work with people who are actually difficult for us, who maybe annoy or irritate us, and then eventually even people who may have hurt us really badly in this life. And then we have, through these practices, you know, extending the threshold um, of, um, really, of our front door to include more and more and more categories of beings, we extend to all beings everywhere, uh, without exception. So that's the practice. And um, beginning with ourselves, I just want to say, you know, we usually, it's like, uh, me, I have to offer love to me, it's not a selfish thing because who are you offering these friendly wishes and um, blessings and this warmth and affection to? Uh, It's not the you you think you are. It's not the you or me that we habitually, you know, our images of ourselves that we carry all day long. It's the it's the you and me that are the source of all life and carry all life within ours. Whether you've actually given birth to a baby or gotten one started, um, you are the source of life and the mystery and the magic of life itself manifesting as this body and everything it knows how to do. And this mind and all the capacities and intelligence that it has and this ability to connect with each other in, in ways that are so um, sometimes miraculous, um, sometimes painful too, but all the abilities that we have, this is really what we're treasuring and offering our respect and reverence to. So... Um, I'd like to uh, begin with a simple practice that I call the jelly roll that can help ease us into um, offering metta to ourselves. So when we're practicing loving kindness, we have to sit really comfortably. It's not possible to generate feelings of happiness or contentment or well-being if you're sitting uncomfortable, in pain. So it's fine to move. It's fine to... um, move during the sit if you started out in one posture and it turns out that it actually wasn't as good of an idea as it seemed to be at the beginning. It's fine to change. Um, so, yeah, be at ease. There is, there's a way in which um, I think of this as Dharma play. There can be a playful quality, a lighthearted quality to it. Um, so, finding your comfortable posture, your seat... And 
lowering your eyes, lowering your gaze, or closing your eyes. Taking a deep breath, just resting in your body. And another one. We engage our imagination, our creativity in this practice. So I want to invite you to call to mind some beings. It could be people in your life or someone who's passed away or your pets. Uh, But beings who like you. And it doesn't have to be somebody that you have no ambivalent feelings about because there won't be anybody, probably. Um... But arrange people in a circle around you who, the criterion I use is, they're glad if something good happens to me. So people who, when they hear, you know, something good has happened to you in your life, they're happy for you. And just let them stand quietly around you. There could be one or two or several. You don't need a really big circle. It can also be somebody you revere. We were teaching in China recently and somebody asked, can I put God in my circle? (laughs) Of course. And then when you have one or two or three, you can add more. But it really isn't about making a big circle. What this is about is receiving the fondness, the friendliness, the warmth and affection that these beings have for you. So one by one, look into their eyes and see if you can take in, receive the warmth, the pleasure or delight with which each one looks at you.
And notice if your mind drifts away and gets distracted. And come back to your circle. And notice too the ease or the reticence that you feel to receive their caring for you. And if there's reluctance there, just notice that. And see if you can let some of that in anyway. Some of the warmth and affection. And then when you're ready, just go around the circle one more time. Maybe offering a little bow or a thank you. Maybe beaming some of the warmth back. And then one by one, maybe give each one a hug if that feels appropriate, whatever kind of um, goodbye gesture. And each one, as you say goodbye for now, just let them melt into your heart. Just magically melt into your heart. knowing that you can always invoke, evoke 
their friendly presence, for support, and for love. So one by one you take in the sweetness of this this jelly roll. And if you still want to hang out with your friends, that's fine, but we'll also I want to invite you to do some formal loving-kindness practice. And I'll give you um, a bunch of phrases. We'll go through them. You can see which ones resonate for you, which ones you might like to continue to use. And you don't have to worry about remembering or writing down. I'll post them for you. And they're all phrases that, again, carry this energy, this intention to love to offer our friendly wishes, our blessings. And what matters is to remember with each phrase, just listen to what you're saying. That's all you have to do. And also listen to the tone of voice and see if it can be a tone of voice that is um, at least somewhat kind or friendly which is not how we always talk to ourselves, as you know. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. You just quietly repeat silently to yourself and listen. May I be safe and protected from inner 
and outer harm. May I live with the ease of an open heart. May I be truly happy, deeply peaceful. May I awaken to my radiant true nature as boundless love. May I be healthy and strong. And if that's not possible, may I accept my limitations with grace. May my heart be steady through the ups and downs of life. May I have the inner and outer resources I need. May I appreciate my life completely, just as it is. And may I love myself completely, just the way I am. And we'll go through them one more time. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May I live with the ease of an open heart May I be truly happy and deeply peaceful. May I awaken to my radiant true nature as boundless love.
May I be healthy and strong. May I accept my limitations with grace. May I be free from suffering and live with ease. May my heart be steady through the ups and downs of life. May I have the inner and outer resources I need. May I appreciate my life completely, just as it is. And may I love myself completely, just the way I am. And so for the last few minutes of this sit, you can just choose a couple phrases that resonate for you or ones you like to use. And we sit quietly. And if your mind wanders, just come back to the phrase. It doesn't matter which one you're on. This is how we train our hearts to return to our intention to love.
Thank you, everybody, and enjoy your evening meal. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.